0: Hey, hello, welcome back to the Forward Podcast. I'm Lance, your host. Really cool uh, conversation this week with an old dear friend of mine, Annie Head. Um, for those of you who know cycling, actually this, uh, this is a cycling related podcast and this intro is going to have a lot of cycling news too. But um, for those of you in the cycling world, uh, you probably very well remember Steve Head, one of the pioneers of uh, wheel technology and bike equipment. Uh, Who passed away um, probably three years ago. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of people thought, what will become of of head wheels and head composites uh, without Steve? And, and, uh, you know, Annie uh, took a real forward approach, and I'm so proud of her for everything she's done with that company. And um, not only has it uh, survived uh, under her leadership but it's actually thrived so uh amazing conversation uh annie thanks for sitting in Uh, in other news cycling related news two things one uh so proud of of my one of my older daughters grace armstrong has gotten into cycling she rode her bike up to the uh up to ashcroft the other day which is for those of you who've been in, in aspen that's not an easy ride it's a pretty good climb up there um but uh Tough girl, Grace. Way to go, girl! And um, finally, more cycling news. I know that uh, I rarely discuss cycling on this podcast, but I got to say, I'm sort of uh, I'm sort of into it, and so uh, I've decided um, uh, to launch a new podcast, sort of a sub brand of the Forward uh, during the Tour de France. It's going to be a daily recap show. Uh, co-hosted with a friend of mine who was, in a, was a radio DJ in Austin for a long time, J.B. Hager. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, daily recaps, thoughts, opinions, uh, predictions, tidbits, facts um, from from my history, and, and, and as well as some special guests. I got George Hinkapi sitting in, I got Dylan Casey sitting in, and, uh, you know, the aim is to have this uh, have the podcast up probably within an hour or so of the finish. So you can find that on iTunes, you can find that on the website, as well as New Schwag, We Do swag, and Tour de France Podcast Schwag. We're calling that podcast Stages. So uh, stay tuned. July 1st, the Tour de France starts actually in Germany. Germany into Belgium through Luxembourg, finally into France. So July first will be the first stages podcast thanks for tuning in enjoy Annie Head and I will talk to you guys next week Annie Head thanks for being here
1: thanks for having me Lance
0: actually um, thanks for letting me be here
1: no, thanks for coming to visit me in Minnesota. <laughs> right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Well, it is. Yes, as you know, it's it's it's. Uh, We're sort of on our way to the first our kids' first summer camp, which I don't know. You probably grew up going to camp. I didn't grow up. Really Actually,
1: I did not go to camp. I didn't either. Much. Okay,
0: they're good. Yeah, two of us.
1: My mother had six children, so we weren't that fortunate. Right. She just well she with said, six kids. Play.
0: That's kind of like its own camp.
1: But pretty much, yeah. pretty much, we were really close in age, so yeah. it was just like a big posse playing together.
0: Yeah. So walking, you know, this is a new facility, and we're, just for the listener at home, we're we're at the Head World headquarters,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: Um, here and outside of Minneapolis. And this is a different facility than I was at before. I was only at the other one once before. Sure. Um, but walking through here, it, it's, it's, uh, y- you know, I think... I didn't know what to expect, and I think three years ago people didn't know what to expect or what would come of this brand. But I was struck by—I was in reading about you and and Steve and, and the company. I was I was reading one of Dan Enfield's articles on Slow Twitch, mm-hmm. which forget the article, no offense, Dan. Oh yeah. But the comment there was—I uh, read the comments, and there was somebody that was at Steve's service and. Uh, there were three. They didn't know who it was or say who it was, but there were three of y'all's workers that were at the service. That were at the. We, we had the buffet afterwards, mm-hmm.
1: and,
0: and they and they overheard them saying, did, "Did you read this comment?"
1: I don't think I did. Okay, so they, it,
0: so they overheard them say, "What's what's going to happen?"
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: And and then one of them said, "I just want to go make wheels," mm-hmm. and they got up and left. No, oh, okay. And so it's it's you know in and I read that comment on the way over here. And then as I got here, I can see what's happened, right? right? And that's really um, largely uh, or, or entirely due to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the fact that this brand has not just survived, but it's thriving is, is, it re- is a real testament to you.
1: Well, you know, a lot of people probably thought that, what is, what is Annie gonna do? Mm. Because Steve and I were married, children, but we were so compatible uh, and partners, and so it was. It was a decision that wasn't difficult for me to make to continue on. I mean, it's 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 not uncommon when there's been a tragedy for for everybody to think, "Well, what what's going to happen?" Right. But I think that you realize that you have a path and. You know, there's there's really nothing that can prepare you for what happened to myself and my family and, and all of my coworkers. Sure. I think there's tests that you're put through in life uh, that give you bits of strength. You know, I mean, we w- w- depending on how deep this this podcast goes. I mean, I've had several challenges in life, mm. but um, nothing can can prepare you for. For what happened to to me and, right. and the family, but you know, it's it's just a choice you make. Yeah. And um, without the strength of my children, uh, Rebecca and Andrew, and, and my family,
0: who are sitting here with us, who are sitting
1: here, Rebecca and Andrew, <laughs> Andrew's
0: recording. He's, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be a, a future employee of the Forward Podcast. He's going to be our yep. video guy.
1: Um, but just the just the team of people that I've been working alongside. When when I gave Lance a tour of the facility for the readers, you know, I and introduced him to several uh, people that I've been able to work alongside for over twenty years. So yeah. um, I think without their strength, also of just literally picking up and moving, and we we had to move. We we had signed a seven year lease yeah. into this new building uh, before Stephen had passed because. We we had just introduced the fat rims and we had gotten some big orders for those, so it was really you know what you know
0: yeah you were you were, you were going down the runway <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm gonna read you know, this is your quote so you know okay. this quote but I'm gonna read it for the listeners um, and I think it's a great quote and I'll I'll and the last word of this quote means a lot to me um, you once said you said you have two choices when you experience trage- tragedy I've chosen to be a fighter all my life you have to be one I think. We're all going to face challenges and hardship, but you just have to keep moving or at least falling forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you and several other people mm-hmm. on your podcast, I mean, my gosh, I've read and listened to some of the other fortunate people that you've asked to be on your podcast. And I, I was telling you, I couldn't put my phone down. <laughs> it was just, you know, I mean, you just find these amazing people. And I think without a little bit of tragedy, you know, you don't really figure out who you are as a person. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it, it, I, 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 I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. I, I, I talk about it a lot. But, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have, uh, I've had some people on this podcast. Most recently I had Rip Esselstyn who I've known for, um, I guess, in terms of knowing people that I've talked to on the podcast. He's, he's in second place. You mm. and your family, mm-hmm. these guys were not even, probably not even, your kids were probably not even thoughts yet.
1: No, um, not then. <laughs> um, but
0: we we go back yeah. 30 years.
1: Yeah, I was trying to pinpoint it. That's why I brought that magazine in where there's a photo of you in 1990 with one of our disc wheels. Yep on the rear but i turned
0: pro in triathlon in 1987.
1: okay i I thought it was about that time yeah
0: and so and that's that was the time that i was trying to get gear. i mean get Mm -hmm. a bike and get components Mm -hmm. and and uh kestrel gave me a frame sure or at least gave me a deal on a frame Mm -hmm. i can't remember and then i got in touch with wayne stettin at shimano right and he gave me some parts and i said to him i said and I think that's how we got introduced. I said, "Well, I, I need some wheels," mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, let me let me let me call Steve Head," mm-hmm. and and so then, but then the relationship got a lot stronger. And you guys were the first people to to actually financially support and, right. and I was like, I thought I was rich.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> I was like, I'm so loaded at 15.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I, set. I actually little think did I know. Also, with Wayne Stetina's introduction, I think Dan Anfield. Was a phone call too that helped with that first wheels too. I think he had also had well, something. So I was
0: probably on. wearing his wetsuits. Okay. So at the time, I don't yep. know. So Dan Enfield, who, who who started Slow Twitch, the big sort of mm-hmm. triathlon mecca of, of right of online everythingness, but he started with Quintana Roo wetsuits and then eventually made Quintana Roo bikes, mm-hmm. which I which I also rode. And Dan, um, actually, I was texting with Dan this morning and told him that I. would and I, that I was coming to Minneapolis and that you were coming mm-hmm. on the podcast. So mm-hmm. he just started lighting my phone up with, oh, with stories. And
1: <laughs>
0: and and I, I will tell this story uh, because I think it's a, a super cute story and it, and it highlights you. Um, S- Steve passes. We all come out here for the services. And Dan came over to your house and right. he said that you opened the front door and before you even said hello or how are you or what's up, you said, I'm not selling.
1: Oh, yeah, I do, I do. remember saying that to him. I do because I think that again, you know, people just didn't really know what I was going to do, and I. It just let's say when you're, you know, a few days after he passed, and and I'm sitting. What really? What am I going to do? You know, and I'm thinking, well, of course I'm going to continue. It, mm. You know, you have you have a few thoughts, but um, it was no. I have to. I have to. And and part of it is because of what my final words were with him, mm. and and um, I think it, it could have changed. It could have changed the whole picture on on what I would have done if if my last conversation hadn't been so positive with him.
0: Mm. And and just for the listeners, so we still because Steve just, I mean, I guess the, most people probably assume it was a heart attack or some you know. It, it, but they didn't find any any blockage or any...
1: Right. So basically what happened, and I think some people still aren't aware of this, um, there was really Which by the no- way, I
0: mean, this was... I'm sorry to interrupt, you, but this yeah. was so sudden for right. for... right. I don't need to tell you, but yeah. when I got that call, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, this,
1: no. Yeah. So he uh, he was really fit at the time, too. Yeah. I mean, believe it or not, we were like running. We ran a week before. Uh, around our lake which is about five miles and and I was kind of like hey wh- wh- why do you have all this in you know I am like uh, the, you know usually we're pretty even and he was scooting ahead of me and I'm thinking wow you know and we had joined a kickboxing <laughs> we were trying to and so it was just it was just unheard of that something could have actually been wrong with him but uh basically you know I try you know I kind of remember the day as if it was yesterday so we um we had been working really hard on a uh, collaboration with Cervelo on, on making this new frame. And so he had been putting in some long nights, getting ready for them to come cause we were gonna, we were gonna show the prototype to them. And so about a week before he was, had a lot of energy working a lot and just really motivated and the, the day that they decided to come and we were going to show to them that we were going to make a prototype, a much smaller uh, prototype of the frame that we had been working on with them and we wanted to see if we could actually go in production with it. Uh, it was just like your normal day, got up and got into work and and I remember having lunch with him that day and just really nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he was usually the person that would pick up Rebecca, my daughter from school, because um, she wasn't driving at the time, and and uh, he would usually get in early in the morning, and then I would stay a little bit lighter, and I just remember telling him, hey, I'm going to go get Rebecca because uh, you're busy with, with uh, the guys, the engineers from Cervello. and uh, what happened basically is I just said, you know, call me as soon as you have any news on this prototype frame. And what they think. Yeah, and so uh, I left to go pick up Rebecca from school, and you know I was driving, driving home, and uh, and he called and and said, "We did it. We actually made one. It 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 worked. You know, it was a very complicated little. We call it the pony frame because it kind of looked like a pony. Now everybody can see it because it has no uh, down tube, and." Uh, it was just like they want us to make this frame. I mean, we can really do it, and just absolute joy, yeah. like you know, because you know, Steve, he was always up for a challenge, and so this was just an amazing, positive last conversation. And so I'm like, this is great, you know. And he's going, I'm going to take the guys out to dinner, and and you know, we can celebrate later. But this is really, this is really an amazing, positive day for us. I can't believe we really did this. And so, um, it was just, I could, I could hear the joy. Hmm. And so, um, the, the next unfortunate phone call was one of my employees saying, Annie, you you need to get to work. Uh, Steven is, is not, not okay. Uh, and I'm like, what what are you talking about? Not okay. This was about an hour later. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm like, what do you mean not okay? And uh, they said he's he's collapsed outside and the ambulance is here. And so uh, Andrew, my son, was at college down the road, and Rebecca and I hopped in the car. But, you know, we get there. Now it's it's November. It's cold, cold. Um, and, uh, and icy and miserable out. And we just didn't understand what was going on, but they wouldn't let me into the ambulance because they said, no, we're, we're working on getting him breathing yeah. again. But one of my employees was taking the garbage out and he saw Steven laying there and, and started doing CPR. But we, we know that um, he wasn't down very long because we actually saw him leaving the building and talking to one of the employees, like everything was normal. So when we got to the hospital, uh, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't good because um, he wasn't being able to live without help with the ventilator and, and, um, and you know they did all kinds of tests on him. They did, all, and 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 he just wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there, like you said, there was no blockage. There wasn't an actual heart attack. Um, we 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 stayed there in the hospital with him for for four days. But what was happening is he was um, constantly. Um, oh, what is the name of it? I'm trying to think. Um, not her what was it
0: seizing mm. seizing so it was like having seizures having a seizures not
1: nonstop. Mm. you know so um they 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 realized that the most of the brain was damaged you know so um we we decided as a family that it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't be fair right. you know so um we decided that we let him go naturally um and then you know, after we decided to have an autopsy, you know, they, they said it, they thought it was a virus. You know, you hear about this yeah. because there was no, there, th- he had some inflammation on his heart, but it must've been electrical or something. Cause there was no, no, no stroke, no, no blockage, anything. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it must've been something he had that settled there. Wow. Yeah. So you, you do hear about it. It's, it's not uncommon as much, you know, where people just have this happen.
0: 59 years old
1: mm-hmm.
0: and never, you know, never said, ah, oh, I'm a little sluggish today. I mean, when somebody has a heart problem, it, right. it, typically they say, oh, I just don't feel myself or, or mm-hmm. you know, their times are slower or, mm-hmm. or you know, there's symptoms, right?
1: Right. I mean, the only thing is, is maybe a couple months before I remember him saying a couple times, I feel a little dizzy, you know? And so he went to the doctor, you know? And and I think unless you would have done a, ma- a massive extensive uh look at his heart you you maybe might have figured something out because it wasn't a lot of information it was a little bit but it would have had been very invasive to see what was going on there so um so they didn't catch it
0: he was such a you know i always i always whenever i think of steve and this is this i hope this comes off the right way but mm-hmm. whenever i think of him i th- like when you were a kid like the like the super nerdy smart guy he mm-hmm. had the propeller on his little that little skull cap thing and Whenever I think, I always called him a propeller head, and mm-hmm. he just get going with these mm-hmm. thoughts. Of, what, 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 what if I did this? What if I did that? I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, 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 slow <laughs> down. You do realize that I still have to pedal the bike.
1: Yeah. But right? you can't. <laughs> I
0: understand that if I put my nose on the ground, it's mm-hmm. very fast. Right. But I can't pedal. Yeah. But, 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 but. Yeah. And it was just, oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, just imagine uh, being married to him. Oh. Um, and sometimes just pulling him back down. You know, so, you know, the kids and I can can totally relate to this because you knew Stephen was thinking about the next widgey-wadget, I call it or something yeah. when he was kind of looking off. You know, I mean, y- y- you knew he was there, but his his he was off somewhere. And so, you know, lots of times I'd have to ask him twice, "Did you hear what I said?" You know. Check, 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 yeah, check. yeah. It, it, test, we, test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so um <laughs> You know, there's so many stories that that we have as a family too. Yeah. You know, and as a kid he stuttered horribly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this. I mean, I he uh, he was very embarrassed as a as a grade schooler getting pulled out of the room because he'd block and he'd stutter. Mm-hmm. And so he really struggled with that as a grade school kid because imagine what you his brain imagine. was doing. Yeah. It was moving so much quicker. That he that just his mouth could move. Yeah, there's right. could move. and then finally, when he got into college, he said it just it just kind of stopped. But there'd be times where he would block once in a while, and you know, you just kind of wait for the next sentence to come out, and and I think that's why we we got along so well because I would just wait because yeah. I knew it was coming. Right. You know. <laughs> wait for it, wait yeah, for it. Yeah.
0: Here it comes. Yeah. Oh my God!
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, Right, mm-hmm.
0: and you guys had a. I, I love the story of of you guys meeting. But mm-hmm. well, it, it, it's all sort of. It, it really blends in nicely. You all meet. Or you win a triathlon. You qualified for the Kona Ironman. Mm-hmm. You come into. He owned a bike shop mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And somehow that you needed. Then you went to another race and you won a car. Right. Yeah. You had the car. The car helped. You know, was the the collateral to start the business. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's kind of storybook, isn't it? It is. Um, I don't know. It just, there's a path. I, I I think what you'll even find more interesting, Lance, is, you know, I, I keep, I think there's a circle we keep going in with people that get placed in your life. So, uh, for the listeners... Stephen saw Francisco Mosier set the hour record. Yeah. Okay, and it was on these crazy disc wheels. In that, Mexico City. Right. It that was like
0: the, this, the back wheel yep. for the listener. I mean, if the, this you really have to kind mm-hmm. of look up. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 the back wheel looked like it was six feet tall. Mm-hmm.
1: It did. It, it wasn't,
0: but uh, I don't know what it was. It was huge.
1: It was huge, and, and it was expensive. And so um, Stephen Steven had uh, a way of of enjoying very... Highly crafted pieces of all kinds of e- right. things. We, 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 I mean, if you, if you saw the cameras, the steam engines, the right. oh my gosh, watches. Eyes. I mean, it's just, it price. just, it, it was mechanical. It intrigued him. So when he saw this amazing wheel do so well and saw the price tag on it, six thousand dollars, I think, like he said, you know, he thought, hmm, you know, I think, I think I can go build something like that. <laughs> so uh, for much less. I mean, you know, Stephen. Could be very cheap too i mean it, right kids <laughs> yeah it's they're, like yeah they're nodding in, yeah, they're nodding. yeah the it's like you know for this extremes but um so the inspiration was because he saw francisco win or set this hour record and then uh three or four months ago i i sponsor uh the chinelli chrome team the red hook racing team which is another whole nother uh element in cycling that I, Phenomenal. oh my gosh, yeah, craziness, but uh, they asked for some extra wheels and I'm like, sure, you know, you know, and they said, well, you know, we picked up a, a few more pros and it happens to be uh, Francisco Mosier's son. <laughs> so, I mean, isn't that amazing that that this many years later I get to honor Francisco by sponsoring his son. Wow, his son's twenty-four years old. So I got an email sent off to uh, to his son, and said, "We, you know, we just need to connect. I need to meet your father someday because he probably has no idea that he was the inspiration right. to start the Have company. You met, never met. I've Francisco, never met. I never he? met He's, him. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's a very mm-hmm. you know, uh, strong-willed, stern mm. guy.
1: Well, he. He was the inspiration. Yeah, and now I get to to sponsor his child. Wow. Yeah, I mean, how does that happen, Lance? I don't know. Well, you just said (laughs) it. I mean, life has this
0: weird way of of, you know uh, of just going around in circles, right? You know, you just just this had I I didn't make a note about this. I didn't um, even think about this. But when I was diagnosed in 1996, and I'll send you a picture of this. Mm. uh, Somebody sent me a piece of art. And it was art. It was it was a cute little piece. It was a guy on a bike. His, his name was also Lance. Mm. Um, and it was a cowboy on a bike, and he was had a lot. But anyways, he made the frame too, and he wrote on the frame or he engraved on the frame. And this just came to me, but mm. based on what you just said, <clears throat> it said, "Blessed are they who run around in circles, mm-hmm. for they shall be known as wheels."
1: Mm. Wow, well, you, you should probably have that piece. Yeah, well, I think we, we it, can talk about that.
0: And that's, but that's, yeah. that's, that speaks yeah. to what you just said,
1: right? The circle, the circle of life that, that people and events get placed. It's, it's, it's amazing.
0: And you know, the the, the my favorite. I did a little mini interview with mm-hmm. Andrew, your son, before mm-hmm. we sat down to do this, and, and and Andrew asked me my favorite. Steve had memory, sure. and and I'm sure for the listener that knows our history over thirty years, whether it's triathlon or, or cycling or or just goofing off. You know, mm-hmm. you would think that the that our most fond memory is, you know, a wind tunnel story sure. or winning a, a time trial or whatever. But my favorite Steve Head story is has nothing to do with cycling, mm-hmm. and and I want to repeat it here for the listeners. This is probably, gosh, Luke is now seventeen. This would be almost ten years ago. But he was in the scouts and they had the Pinewood Derby, like every scout does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Luke, like every kid, he wanted to have a fast car. Sure. And I thought, huh? Okay, well, I don't know how to build a fast pine wood derby car, right? But I know somebody that does. Yeah. So I called Steve Ed and I said, okay, what do I have to do? You know, and it was all about obviously the wheels and and the efficiency of the wheel, but the but the but where the weight was centered and all of it. So he helped us build this car. We didn't win, but we got real close. And I mean, we would have been dead ass last if it was up to me and Luke.
1: Oh, but, I remember. I yeah, remember it that was a big deal. Yeah, I remember him. And it's my favorite memory. Good, yeah, because he had a lot of fun making that, and he's made all kinds of other. Oh boy, I mean, if you think of the non-cycling related gadgets he's made, I think he brought a hovercraft to the kids' school once. <laughs> 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 and had is so funny. He had all the teachers riding around on a hovercraft in, uh, in the gym. But you're right; it wasn't. It I don't wasn't.
0: Well, hovercraft is a the thing like floats. It on floats the ground.
1: above above the ground. It had like a. It had like a motor in it
0: did he ever have a segway i mean that would um he seems like a segway kind of guy
1: you know no he didn't have a segway he (laughs) uh he has all kinds of other things that make him go forward too i mean he had you know boats and all kinds of funny Bicycles and high wheels and moltons and yeah. you know he just loved getting on a bike and riding. Yeah. You know well, it didn't the high matter.
0: High wheeler was this. I love. Yep. It.
1: That was yeah, like his- I just was surprised he never crashed and burned on that. But you know we still have that. It's out here in the office too. Yeah.
0: You know I made a note here in in just seeing walking through, and I wish that everybody listening today could have taken this little walk that we took mm-hmm. through the um, through the through the facility mm-hmm. behind us. Mm-hmm. Everything is made here in the U.S.
1: Uh, almost, everything. almost everything, everything carbon lance is made here. So, uh, well, there's
0: an update to that because there's has right. to be something new that's going to be made here. in the Right, US, which right. is probably the one thing that is not manufactured in the USA.
1: Right, uh, the spokes still aren't. So, the are not. so the the, uh, the anything in the carbon, the, so the carbon rim, um, and the molding of the carbon. Obviously, this frame now that we're doing with Cervallo is is molded in here. Uh, we we have molded some carbon overseas before, and we have some good partners over there. We actually still have our aluminum rims rolled over there, uh, and then we have spokes hmm. that are made actually from European companies too, uh, DT and and Supreme. But the goal here at Head is to continue to make as much as we can here, just to to keep innovating here, uh, yeah. right here in in Minnesota. In in
0: and i've i've had this discussion because I, I was uh, the the uh, tony Karklins who's started mm-hmm. allied right um, he and i've had multiple conversations yeah. about what they're doing and and i I'm, I'm just like i don't i guess i'm not a, a consumer like i don't mm-hmm. well i mean it's probably no secret i don't go out and buy bikes right so right but i've always wondered if people really care like if they're specialized as made in asia or could they buy an american made bike do do they care and i i'm always like i don't really know the answer to that right right but I've read some of your comments where you really believe that the con- the average American consumer or most of the consumers they do care.
1: I do. I do think they they care. I think that we have such a skilled force here. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you 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 walked around my facilities and and the 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 diversity that we have, you know, from just your your retired builder back there. Terry in his seventies to, 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 the engineer. And then, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't list every employee, but I have this team of people on my leadership team, uh, Julie, Dino, Greg, Paul. Uh, I mean, I could just go on Andy. I mean, you know, these people that I've been working alongside and the passion that they have just to see what you can do still with your hands. I mean, there's a real skills gap I think here that we're trying to, to, to bridge because, you know, I think that everybody out there has a gift and it doesn't mean that you have to have a lot of education. I mean, we've taken people in that haven't had a lot of education and we've trained them and there's, there's something amazing to see happen to an individual. I mean, to, to teach them, to, to, to teach them a skill. And so we, we have that ability to do that here. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm really proud about that.
0: In, in 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 another thing, I read. You know, you were talking about, you know, because people people ship manufacturing mm-hmm. and ship jobs overseas because mm-hmm. because of you know cost reduction because of efficiency. Right. But then you know the point that others would make that our manufacturing here in the USA is that by the time you go back and forth mm-hmm. back and forth with products and mm-hmm. testing and and critique and 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 a redo and ship mm-hmm. just even the shipping, mm-hmm. and, you know, ultimately you know, it, it, it's not a net neutral, but it's, right. it gets close.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, there are good partners over there. Yeah. Um, but if there's a mistake and, and we all make mistakes. Yeah. And even some of the big companies over there, if they're off at all and you get those here and you airship them in, you pay the duties and mm-hmm. taxes and you don't catch it on that first and couple. Yeah. yeah. And then you realize, oh my gosh, you know, I'm stuck because I can't ship this because they're made incorrectly, uh, and 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 it has happened. So, um, so that I think why our focus has made to make as much here. And you you walked around, and we've got tooling to do that. We've got mills and lays and cutters and machines. I mean, and and a lot of those are made here in the U.S. too. Yep. So we try to get U.S. made uh, machines also.
0: And the can we talk about the hubs? Sure. Because you're now, as of now, you 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 uh, source the hubs,
1: right? So we and Before and we now. we we may still source some still because um, there's certain partners that we have in Asia that they want complete wheels built and put on bikes over there. But we've recently purchased. Uh, a, a very large piece of equipment so we can do them in-house. And we've actually made some carbon, all carbon hubs in-house too. But our goal is to make all the hubs in-house here for the U.S.-made products too. So, okay. you know, I've checked back in about three months, Lance. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll put I'll put, put some so on a pair of wheels for you. Uh, let me test them. <laughs> yeah, we'll just yeah, it, we'll exactly. Go, we'll,
0: this will be throwback. We'll send them to me on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. so it will be super cool. It will mm-hmm. be throwback Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'll test them. Right. You know, I'll be at 40... Almost six, I'll be a lot slower mm-hmm. than I was at 16.
1: No, I think, you know, and I don't know if you told the listeners, but you know, you did break one of our wheels.
0: I read that you said that. Yeah, I don't, don't remember you remember
1: that. that? And so I think that's why we were so intrigued with helping you is because what in the heck is this little 15, 16-year-old?
0: I probably went off a curb or something.
1: Oh, strange. yeah. I, I don't know what you did, but you did break it. And so that's, I think, what inspired us to to help you is because we had well, some... Yeah. You well, know, <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad I broke it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's talk, I want to talk about the bike because and and, we're in, and again we're in the conference room here and the listener isn't, but I'm am sitting over here looking at this Cervelo P5X, which mm-hmm. um, is quite a, a a machine. And this is a bike that you guys are making here. Mm-hmm. How many of? And it, it, to me, like if you, and if for the listener, you can just go online and look up Cervelo P5X. But it's a, that's a very technical bike, right? And it's for the triathlon market. It does not have a seat tube or a rear chainstay, right? Our rear seat stay, I should say, um, but how many of those can this facility make a year?
1: Well, you know, we've scaled up. I mean, it it was introduced at Kona uh, in, last year, mm-hmm. so we 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 couldn't talk about it. I know I'm side buying here a little bit, but for the history of it, so think of think of where you know Stephen passes. We move here uh we've we're, we're going in production with this
0: by the way this was the last conversation you had right was about this, this bike, bike. That's hanging on yes yeah on this wall
1: yeah so um so just just wanting to see this bike actually made and then see an athlete ride it was yeah. huge so so we but again we couldn't talk about it to anybody so you know people are probably thinking back you know, in 2015, early 16, you know, what's head doing, you know, we're actually making wheels, but you know, what's, what's, what's happening there. And we couldn't, we couldn't talk about it. We couldn't give tours to anybody because it was so uh, confidential with Sorello. And so once it was finally released at the Hawaiian Ironman in October of 2016, there was nine pros that used it. We, we we could we could talk about it then. So, it was just completely top secret. Mm. And it was really it was really hard because I wanted to really show the world that yes, heads going to be okay. We're, we're we're making wheels, the fat bike market is growing, and this amazing bike is being built. So, you know, it it took a while to scale up, Lance, yeah. to to answer your question, but you know, we're we're molding over 25 a week now, mm. which I guess I don't know if this is true or not and is I know that we 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 may be one of the largest bike manufacturers in the US now because I, I know that, you know, obviously Trek makes bikes and, and they make good bikes too. And I know that Tony is now making some bikes, but I don't think there's anybody making as many now. As we are, yeah. besides Trek, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh,
0: With those, you how many pros. You said nine pros.
1: Nine used it in Kona, but you know now, now what several. Their months. first
0: calls, like when they call, and then you know, because when you give a bike to a pro, especially something new and really, really far out like mm-hmm. that bike, I mean, they're going to call and go, "Okay, this is this is no good," or "This mm-hmm. is amazing." Mm-hmm. If, if those calls must, and I'm I'm assuming that they had very positive feedback. But.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, those calls obviously went. I mean, we met all the, a lot of those athletes in Kona, but the, you know the first the first uh, words that we heard would have been through Sabello saying, Cervelo, hey right. the, these these guys right. are loving it and and uh, we actually uh, the kids and I went there, and so we actually, Saw them raced in Kona, and we actually saw somebody buy their fr- the first one that was bought was actually in Kona. We actually got a photo with the guy, some some German dude, you know, those German dudes right. <laughs> with speedo, well, yeah, sense. yeah, with with wedges. But um, yeah, it was it was just super exciting for for me and and the kids, and and um, it was kind of bittersweet though too. You know, I mean, sure. because it, you know, it was it was just this this kind of aha moment for all of us that you know hey it's here and we can talk about it now and it's it's beautiful and it's just like art actually i mean if you look at it, it's um so it, it was it was just kind of a gift
0: what's well, i don't want you to get out of your lane but you know when you look at this bike
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's obviously in in cycling terms and, and when it comes to the governing body and the international mm-hmm. rules i mean the mm-hmm. bike has to still look like that bike it still mm-hmm. has to have what they mm-hmm. call the double triangle mm-hmm. and, there were times in cycling where they had the Lotus and they had, other right. where they, but then they kept trying to bring it back to the double triangle. Whereas in triathlon, you know, this bike mm-hmm. is not, does not have a, a double right. triangle. And it's very almost, quote unquote, futuristic. Right. And again, not for you to get out of your lane, but because I have an opinion on this. But, you know, that bike is legal in triathlon. triathlon. But it's yeah. obviously very illegal right. for, for professional cycling.
1: Right. Yeah. In my
0: view is that the sport uh, of cycling really ought to encourage technology mm-hmm. and encourage mm-hmm. innovation and, mm-hmm. and, and, and development and, right. and bike, you know, in yeah. the Tour de France, yeah. Chris Froome should be riding in the time trials ought to be riding a bike that looked like that.
1: Oh, I mm-hmm. agree with you. And, and, you know, I don't know how you get that across. I mean, you know, unless people talk about it more, because besides the frame, uh, I think you were surprised it has disc brakes too. And so think about yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So well, those
0: are two very, yeah you know when i when Mm -hmm. i think of cycling and 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 what 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 they should do to uh, most importantly support Mm -hmm. the industry right exactly is allow the industry to evolve right yeah because when the industry evolves and products evolve then the consumer Mm -hmm. goes oh my god Mm -hmm. my bike has old brakes Mm -hmm. or my time trial bike doesn't Mm -hmm. look like that Mm -hmm. and so they turn over the, the, the you know everybody turns over their garage one more time right which is what the industry wants they need that too of course
1: yeah yeah so I, I I, hear what you're saying, and I would love to see it evolve like yeah. that. I just don't know if they're quite there yet. Right. I mean, I know they were struggling with what should disc brakes be allowed, um, and they're allowed now. But, you know, over time, you're right. I think this is what the industry needs yeah, for sure, and hopefully. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah obviously the disc... The disc brake d- d- dilemma mm-hmm. discussion debate mm-hmm. is, is a much easier one than, right. than a very complicated right. time trial slash triathlon frame like that. But, mm-hmm. um, y- you know, I-, I think if I sit here in 2017, you know, in 10 years, there's no doubt what mm-hmm. brakes on bicycles are going to look mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be disc brakes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and besides, you know, this frame, there's other super bikes out there now. You know, there's Diamondback has a, has another super bike. There's several others that, I mean, there's not several. There's maybe four or five of them. So the, the sport of triathlon is evolving, and it continues to evolve. So that's what we enjoy doing is, is like you said, you know, you have to keep innovating. Yeah. Otherwise, what's going to happen?
0: Could you make more than 25 a month huh? or 25 a day? No, wait, oh, just, a week. Tw- 25 yeah. a week?
1: Yep, yep, we're scaling up to make more. There's orders for them. What so, does that
0: mean? Scaling up. Scaling means, up, more meaning molds, molds, more molds, people. more molds, more more, more people. Yeah. yeah. And they just stamp that thing out.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. just Crazy. I know. Is
0: that the way they do it in Asia? Uh,
1: I've never you know, been to. A I don't know. Bike. I yeah. mean, I think that that's kind of our secret sauce, Lance.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: is we, well, we we don't have
0: to tell anybody. That <laughs> yeah, we're tell really anybody. good at. My ears at, work yeah. and my mouth doesn't.
1: <laughs> that we we know how to make carbon. Yeah. Cool carbon. Cool carbon. So that's kind of our, that's kind of what we're known for.
0: Yeah. You know, the other the other thing that, that Steve was really ahead of the curve on was gravel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember, God, it's forever. He mm-hmm. There was some race, I think it's in Minnesota here, mm-hmm. he was always trying to get me mm-hmm. to come up to some gravel race. Al-
1: Almanzo, it was probably with the one, or Filthy 50. In yeah.
0: Minnesota. Right. And even after everything mm-hmm. happened with mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. he was still on, you know, mm-hmm. this was at a time when, when people were scattering mm-hmm. everywhere and events were mm-hmm. <laughs> nowhere to be had. And Steve was always like, you have to come do this. Gra- mm-hmm. This is after it all. And he was on right. me like, you have yeah. to come do this. I'm like, yo, you better check with those people. He's like, no, they are <laughs> yeah. cool. They, yeah. they would love to have you. And right. But now gravel is such a hot it like, is.
1: segment. And, I, and I've done maybe a handful of sure. gravel races, and I absolutely love it. You know, I think, as you know, Stephen was always so much ahead of, yeah. Thinking, um, and that's that's kind of what he's known for. And um, he he grew up. Well, he didn't grow up. His, his both his parents grew up on opposite sides of Minnesota on farms, so he's always had this desire to to ride farm roads. And so you know, it was funny because where we live, we can get off road right away, and that's where he was as an element. I think that's where most of his creativity came was being on a bike in the woods just out there hmm. so he loved he loved just the thought of gravel rides so you know and the kids are in the room with we if we traveled in a car we'd have to stop at every just every every <laughs> Monument and a rest stop, and we'd read what happened. I mean, he just, you know, for real, for would, real. Would go nuts. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was. Sometimes it's like, really, okay, you know, uh, you know, you'd be out there getting beat up by mosquitoes, and I mean, in Minnesota in the summer. So, anyways, you, well, you'll, the, these mosquitoes, yeah, are as big
0: as birds, they now. are here. So, yeah, Lance ridiculous. is going
1: to experience that when he drives up to camp. But you know, for all that being said, he just loved being in rural areas and it's, it's, it's maybe because his parents both came from, from farming communities. So gravel was just what he loved. And so I think, I think again, the path here is that, yeah, he was known for his aero disc wheels. He was, but, but what he truly loved. And if you look in this room, I don't know if I have one in this room. Oh, I, we're actually building one up for Rebecca, uh, a gravel bike, but it was in here last week. Um, he was kind of going back to his roots. You know, I mean, let's face it, with with the way people drive now and right. the texting and everything, right. it exactly. just, I think, you know, he always liked riding in a very small group of people. He didn't like mass groups of people. And, and, and when we'd ride together, we just knew each other's next move. I mean, as you know, when you're riding with your buddies and you've ridden with them long mm-hmm. enough, you know what they move like. You know what, when to get over, when to move. And so I think he just wanted that, solitude again a little yeah. bit you know i mean in and that's where he'd think the best so when he he was way ahead right. at, on this on this wide rim gravel alloy wheels and so uh it's been a really good move for the company too and and we're seeing more of it out there but um i know that tj from rag Bri, uh said one of his last conversations also with steve was hey if you add a gravel loop I will personally give everybody a patch or a sticker. And so, you know, that... Who does it? Well, so what happens now is the kids and I always go back to RAGBRAI. The first year it was in memory of Steve. And we still make stickers and we stand there. And anybody who comes through that gravel loop, we're putting stickers on their bikes. Right, guys? Kids. (laughs) <laughs> and we love it. They love, love stickers it. at Ragbrai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, they they do get that gravel patch, just like the you know the the hundred mile patch. So they get to they get I, the.
0: I, we're going back this year. I hope I'm there the the gravel day. I'll just bring my gravel bike. Well, I man. I ride my gravel bike on the road a lot.
1: It's Sunday, so it's always the very first day. Okay, so, well, then I'm gonna miss Yeah. You. So, um, well, we'll be there to see you somewhere along the way to have something to nibble on together. If
0: the the other fond memory I have of of Steve and Ragbri, and mm-hmm. for again, if if a listener has listened mm-hmm. to every episode of this podcast, you would have listened to mm-hmm. TJ, right. Who was who's the the race director or the ride director of Ragbri, which for those who haven't listened, RagBry stands for Register's Annual Great Bike Ride Across Iowa. Mm-hmm. 30,000 people a day. It is complete like bike-a-palooza. It's right. nuts. Um, and now I just forgot about what I was going to say. But um,
1: I probably know what you're going to say, Lance. Oh, what was that? Well, you're probably wondering about uh, the big yellow right, right.
0: Right. So we... Yeah. we
1: <laughs> See? I knew what you were going to say. I've known you long enough. <laughs> no.
0: You just... And... You know, getting up at four thirty yeah. in, in yeah. Denver and flying out here, I'm just, I'm just yeah. kind of, I need yeah. another cup of your good coffee. Okay. But um, no, so, so this is back in the heyday of Livestrong, mm-hmm. and us at Livestrong thought, you know, let's, where can we go? Well, we thought a couple of things. You know, mm-hmm. where can we mobilize a whole lot of people on bikes? What is strategically there politically? Mm-hmm. Right? And so, in and around one of those elections with the Iowa caucuses and all the candidates wanted to right. be there. We thought we need a presence at RAGBRAI. And so we need a Livestrong mm-hmm. school bus. And for the listener, you know, you, if you haven't been, all of these quote unquote teams have school buses, like these right. shitty old yep. school buses. Mm-hmm. And so I asked Steve to, to I said, hey, do you think you can rig up a school bus mm-hmm. and paint Livestrong on the side? And, the, and this bus he made, this was the most pimping Oh yeah. school bus, ragbrae bus ever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of missed that bus. Well, um, and but, it's not yeah. here. I've I, I kind of partly expected to show up oh. and see it in the front, but
1: Well, let me tell you what happened to that bus. Day. So, first of all, you're right. That bus uh
0: had a shower?
1: Well, you you got to go back a little bit because, you know, no Stephen None
0: of them have showers.
1: Stephen again, was was cheap? Okay, <laughs> right. I mean, it was just driving me crazy because he found originally this bus that that he wanted to build for you. You know, if you would have just spent a few more thousand dollars on it, you know, because once we got that bus, it needed to be totally gutted,
0: and it broke all the time.
1: Oh yeah, and so uh, the the shell was fine, and I don't know if you remember this, but one of the first times he picked was going to pick you up. I think the 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 engine broke. Yep. Okay, and so you know he. This is a total steal. Good start. Yeah, he calls me up and said, uh, "We we need a new engine for that that bus. You know, it's it's not going anywhere. So here's me www.engine.com. I find a an engine in Iowa, on a pig farm, um, and the guy, it was it was an engine out of a dump truck or something. So he, he I didn't know any of this. Okay, so the, yeah, so he, we actually found like an engine for that bus in Iowa uh, so that we could get to pick you up. Hmm. But if you would have seen, and I, and I can give you pictures of this bus because John Borchard was instrumental with Steve sure. uh, because his father passed of cancer and he really was a tribute time to his father to build this for, for you. Um, anyways, Stephen spent hours in, before July working on this bus that night with John Borchard, And you're right. It had, it had showers, it had
0: stereo stereo's
1: had, iPod chargers. Uh, it had a, a big grill on the back so yeah. you could grill.
0: Amazing storage. It had yeah. everything. Yeah. It had TVs.
1: It did. And it I think we 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 couldn't get satellite for a while and then again I Some had to. Some point call we had satellite.
0: Because I remember yeah. watching the Tour de France in right.
1: the bus. But but building that was just one of the, really one of the highlights of his life, Lance. It really yeah. was. I mean he loved doing that. It was just Really cool for him to be able to, to give you a gift like that. Yeah. Um, and I, he has stories and stories about uh, sitting at night with all of the cancer survivors and, and watching the tour with you and, and some of the other folks. And I think what he was super proud about is that that bus would go to different uh, spots in Reg And if somebody was having a bad day, uh, one of the cancer survivors was struggling or you know just couldn't pedal that that day, mm-hmm. um, they would just pick them up there and yeah. then bring them back to, to the campground that night. Yeah. Um, but the the bus is in a so good where spot. Where is the bus? A, well, um,
0: you've warmed all our hearts. Okay. Now, where is the So, thing? the bus
1: actually is in Iowa. We donated it to a nonprofit, and the nonprofit uses it for injured vets and for uh, troubled kids. And some of their incentive is to to get these kids to clean up their acts, and then they get to, to go to Bry. Yeah. So it is a donation. So, so it still runs. It still runs, and it's it's in Iowa. It, it's where it should be.
0: I wonder if they painted over it.
1: Um, you know, I can find out for you. Okay. Um, it, because if you remember, in the inside of the bus, you had everybody sign. Everybody signed it, yeah. Yeah, your kids signed it. Um, <laughs> everybody your, who came. Yeah, right. everybody who came and signed it. So. Um, and then
0: there was stuff taped on, there were like articles yeah. taped up there. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. such a good memory. it was really fun thank you for letting him build that for you because that was really a highlight for him
0: and, and and i mean i would i mean if steve was here i'd hit him up again to mm-hmm. do another i mean he i'd be having at mm-hmm. rag Bra, i'd have a we do bus you mm-hmm. i'd have a, a studio in the back mm-hmm. he, he'd be making me oh, a studio absolutely. a podcast studio in the back of that yeah bus.
1: i might know somebody who could fix that well we can talk about that john borcher yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah i know no no
0: do not (laughs) you've done 14 Ironmans.
1: i think so uh they have a 15th um you know uh maybe
0: interesting maybe I, i did not expect you to say that
1: maybe someday uh i i don't have this huge desire to win a race you know i think that um All my Ironmans weren't Konas. I think I did eight Konas. There was, you know, World's Toughest and some other ones in there. Mm -hmm. But uh, my kids are pretty fit, Rebecca and Andrew. uh, And they've done some triathlons. I think when you hit milestones in your life, you you think, oh, maybe I'll try it again. Would it be Kona? I don't know. I, I think the last one I did was in 2008, and it was hard. You know, but, mm. but the kids were younger and <laughs> you,
0: wait, it was, of course it was hard. Well, but it's it an was, Iron Man. Yeah,
1: I know, but it was, it wasn't as enjoyable either yeah. because I, I was at the infancy of this sport and I just did it cause I loved doing it. And I was yeah. fortunate enough that it, it allowed me to travel the world and race kind of like you, but not at right. your level, obviously, but, uh, the people you meet and, and, and just the enjoyment of being fit. So, um. I don't know. I think you know? that
0: would be an amazing story. I didn't expect mm-hmm. you to say that, but now that you said maybe, I mean, mm-hmm. what a story I mean, Iron mm-hmm. Man does such a good job of right. telling stories. Right. Especially with the coverage and I mean it. Right. God, it would be no
1: I know yeah. I could swim I mean, you
0: still got, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not gonna be there doing it, so it's easy yeah. for me to say, but Yeah.
1: The swim on the bike would be fine. Yeah. You know, I mean when you're a swimmer you're always a swimmer. You know, it's an hour, hour and fifteen minutes in that ocean. And the bike you can get through it. I was yeah. There's but,
0: the two-hour swimmer going, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh,
1: it's it's just a gift you have. You know, yeah. I mean, you can swim.
0: Well, oh, look, you, now you've got yeah. the P5X. I know. The, so yep. that, that makes the ride that even makes, easier, yeah. so that once the ride is easier, yeah. then the run becomes easier.
1: Yeah, the run, I think, would be tough just because my knees are fine, you know, and I train on just dirt trails right now. Yep. But 26 miles of pavement, ew, it's it's... I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be training long, long miles for that marathon. I. I just got it out that day if I was going to do it because I don't know if my body, if my knees could handle. Yeah. Grinding on the the road, yeah. the pavement is that running. It's tough on Yeah,
0: you. How do you? Th- I wonder. This is totally unrelated, but I wonder. I hear stories, you know, about Ironman and how they're doing and and numbers and. I love. I love the sport. Mm-hmm. I love tries. I love all three aspects of it. Um, but I wonder how you know how that that's going to continue to grow and it t- it just it just dominates a person's mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. It Can does,
1: you? it does. So, uh, like I said, I hadn't been back in Hawaii for a very long time, yeah. just because you know we were busy running the business and and I was mom first. And uh, when when I went back with uh, with the kids this last year, I mean, there's that element of of the excitement of seeing all those athletes and it's grown and it's commercialized sure, more big time. Big time. But we, we made sure that we, uh, we, we got off of a Leahy drive and we went on a helicopter ride, um, and, and saw the beauty out there and we Blue went. Blue Hawaiian. We did. Blue Hawaiian helicopters. Awesome. I've done that for a bunch oh of times Oh my gosh, kids. it's beautiful. Um, and See then some lava. You know, though the, the waterfalls were fen- phenomenal, mm. but you know, we we made sure we went to you know Hula and we we went to a, a, plant, a plantation just because you know I think and maybe maybe you can relate a little bit when you're in the element of really racing, you kind of miss the beauty around you and 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 I think that there's so many athletes that you know if they could just get out of that box and look around more, right. you know, they'd maybe maybe enjoy it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't speak to it because I'm my friends make fun of me. I mean, if we're, you know, if we're on a hike,
1: mm-hmm. I,
0: I'm on the hike. Mm-hmm. Like people go on hikes to see the waterfall mm-hmm. or to see the plant or to see mm-hmm. the animal. I go on the hike to suffer. Mm. So my friends make fun of me. Like, dude, did you you just saw that waterfall? You just mm-hmm. walked by, right? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. what? So so I, I'm right. I'm I'm. You know, I told the listeners a few weeks ago that, that most people make New Year's resolutions. I've mm-hmm. decided to make summer resolutions mm. where I, I, <laughs> I actually, because I, I never make New Year's ones, right. and I certainly, and if I do, I don't stick with them. Mm. But the summer ones this summer, I, I'm I'm going to stick with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's part of, I guess the overall theme was just slow the F down. Right. Yeah. And once you slow down a bit, then you can look around. You can look around. But, but I, those, those athletes, they don't look around a no.
1: lot. No. No, they look at their watch. Yeah. Yeah. Or the we, power meter. Oh my gosh. And yeah. Alihi Drive, Lance, if you went back there and saw what it looks like now. I mean, it is just crawling with people and everything <laughs> is you know, you, you can go to any restaurant now and just have an omelet by by the name of an athlete. I mean, they take over the 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 restaurant, so right. it's it's like.
0: It was the lava Java? Oh, know, what's yeah. the what's the happening coffee spot there? The lava Java, lava I think. Javas, uh, I think so.
1: that was. I think Diamondback took that over this year, and Felt took over one of them also, which is great. It's great for. I'm not downplaying that. It was just, it's just 20 years ago when I went there. It was nothing like that. Sure. But it's evolved, and it's doing well. I mean, I think its its numbers show that. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. right. Annie had thank you. Thank you so much for being mm-hmm. here, or for letting me be here, and for you sharing your story, and right. for the kids sitting in. And mm-hmm. this is, the, I think, if people, if your fans and, and fans of your products, could see this place and see the energy, and just you walking through that back there. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you're the boss, and and it's yeah. neat to it's <laughs> it was, but it, but but also, it, and I'm, you know, I don't want to sound weird, but it's like, it, it's like a am a, like you're their mom and you're their mm-hmm. boss. It was just a, such mm-hmm. a warm vibe. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I, I think that what what I've learned through the difficulties mm-hmm. is that, you know, um, through the grace of God, I, you still have to be humble, yeah. you know, and even, you know, the success of the company isn't just me. It's it's everybody around. And um, they're all uh, very close to me, and, and I think what makes me so happy and what gets me in the door here every day, even when it's 20 below in January, is that you know I can sit alongside that person and realize that you know tell me about your daughter's school. You know, I mean, and, and to, to know that I can provide health insurance, 401ks. I mean, I mean, it's 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 the whole package. Yeah. And so uh, that's what brings me in here every day is is just to to work alongside these these people, and they're, they're amazing. They all have their own stories, and they're talented and gifted, and and they, they help me to continue to innovate.
0: Yeah. It's, it's inspiring to yeah. see. Every, awesome. Anybody that's passing through, do you let people come in?
1: Oh, we do. I mean, now that... Um, I mean, somebody
0: have, just... It says no solicitations on the door. I felt oh. a little... I was like, oh, <laughs> should I stop?
1: No, that would be more like somebody <laughs> trying to sell us... I don't know.
0: No, I got gotcha. you. But, um, but you have people come by. We and, do. We do. There's a lot of cool stuff, I and mean, there's yeah. a lot of history here. A lot of jerseys hanging yeah. up from... Mm-hmm. From all the champions mm-hmm. of the last yep. 20, 30 years and bikes and yep. and just a bunch of cool stuff.
1: Yeah, there's actually an amazing photo up front that Dave Balch took of you. We'll have to show you on the way out. There's oh, some, good. some good ones that good. you maybe did. Well, thank say. you
0: for putting You're it welcome. up yesterday.
1: No, no, no. It, <laughs> I was going to say, it's been <laughs> this up This <there>. morning. <laughs> no, we, we might have moved one away. Wait, he's
0: coming. <laughs> Hurry up. Get it up.
1: <laughs> no, that's been there since the day we opened the door, Lance. Okay, that, cool. That, those, cool. Those have been up there of for several years thank now. Thank you. you're 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 sweet to do
0: that and you've always been sweet to me and no thanks for letting me be here
1: yeah we're we're happy to have you you're welcome whenever
0: thank you thanks for tuning in to the forward podcast like uh like i said at the top of the show if you have anything you want to say if you have a suggestion please god knows i need suggestions um, or questions or concerns or criticisms or whatever. Let me know. Send me an email. Send it to the forward podcast at weDoSport.com. I know it's long. I know it's a little confusing. The forward podcast at we do wedu, W-E-D-U The forward podcast at we